That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is y'all it's lice it's Catherine, and this is an episode of chidi's podcast welcome to season five season five Catherine, how have we made it so many seasons together this is I, wild i don't know i don't know uh we've had we've, we've learned a lot we do so much wrong we'll continue doing so much wrong and uh but hopefully we've brought a little bit of of good and learning into the world and thank you for joining us on this journey Yes. Thank you for staying with us on this journey. Thank you for joining us. If you're new, y'all, it's season five. It's episode 201. We uh, can only be here with the listeners who stick around and the listeners that y'all tell about our podcast and that you get them on board with us and also uh, our sponsors. We've got an incredible sponsor who's along with us for a little while right now and we hope forever because we adore them and we adore their product. Who is our sponsor, Catherine. It's Good Wipes. Um, what do they make? They're, um, they essentially, it's a flushable wipe. It's plant-based. Um, it's hyperallergenic. It's naturally scented. It's amazing. We love it. We use it on a daily basis. I think you um, had a great time with Good Wipes this weekend. Am I correct? I did. Thank you for bringing that up. I was camping all weekend because we've talked about it a couple different times, but it is the uh, it was the official grand opening this past weekend of my husband and his business partner's new mountain bike park that is up near Rome, Georgia. It's called Jared place, J-A-R-R-O-D, Jared, uh, Jared's place. And yeah, we'll get into all the details of how the grand opening weekend went, uh, in our catch up episode this week. But I can tell you this, we were camping, we were sweaty. We did a bunch of hiking. Uh, my, uh, we brought Morgan up there too. She came and, uh, she and I tried to help out in every way that we could. And so sometimes we were sweaty. Sometimes we were dusty. Sometimes we, you know, either way we needed a good wipe down multiple times a day. I brought good wipes with me, my lavender ones that I love. And Jared, my husband, every time he's been going up to the park for the last several weeks, getting it ready for this grand opening coming up, he's been using those cedar wipes. He keeps them on him at all times. Uh, they're helpful, not just for the bathroom, the obvious things that we would use them for, not just for pottying, but just to wipe your body down and just to feel refreshed again, especially if it's like, you're not quite in the position where you can grab a shower. Um, but you need to just like be able to sit around the campfire and not feel gross. And, um, yeah, they came in handy and I recommend them to everybody. Catherine, where can people get good wipes if they want them? Go to target. You're already going there. For for your um, cheddar cheese and your toothpaste and and your underwear, go ahead down right. the um, toilet paper aisle and you can find good wipes there. Um, and my favorite scent is uh, rose water as well. Uh, they're flushable; they break down when they're flush. They're forty percent bigger than other wipes, and they leave you with that soft, soothing, refreshing feel. So, yep, and I, I can attest to it. Works outside, works inside. You had a weekend wedding this weekend. I'm sure you used yours as well in between mm -hmm. uh, inside-outside gatherings. Y'all grab them. You need them. Buy them for your family and friends if you love them. Um, okay, this episode that we have to kick off season five, I, I we couldn't we couldn't have planned it better, and when we barely planned it as we do everything, and it y'all. The payoff to this story you're going to hear today is what we've been waiting on mm -hmm. this entire time. So, uh, we finally get a payoff that we've been hoping and praying for. Um, I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to spoil yeah. it. We'll just I'm say, not. um, some people, um, they got stabby. Some people got stabby. Somebody got stabby. Somebody got stabby. Finally. Yeah. Finally. So, um, y'all, you got to listen to this episode. It's incredible. You're going to love it. Stick around to the very, very end. And, uh, this is the one you want to share with all your friends when you're like, when your friends are like, Oh, what are you listening to all the time? And you're laughing to yourself. Uh, and you're like, it's Chidi's podcast. And they're like, mm -hmm. well, if I wanted to listen, where would I start? It'd be this episode. It'd be 201. That's where I would start. Yeah, um, I can already say, yeah. I can already say. So yeah. let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please enjoy our interview with 
Erica Benefield. Hey, listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Cheated? Let us know so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. All right, Stabbies, we're getting into the interview portion of the podcast, and we're so excited. We've got with us today comedian and podcaster Erica Benefield. Welcome, Erica. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for downloading Chrome uh, huh. to be on this podcast. And then yeah. removing the, the black tape from your camera yeah. Yeah. that your husband yes. put on yeah. there. We had a situation. My husband's got me on lockdown. Um <laughs> In a lot of different ways. So in a lot of different ways. I feel like Wait. we're about to find out some ways, some reasons why. We're about to get into 13 reasons why. Okay. I lifted the red tape off my uh off my camera. So yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> like Erica, no more no more OnlyFans. We're done okay. with this. We're putting the tape on there. We're gonna go legit now, Erica. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so easy to get my boobs. <laughs> So, so tell me what what else like what are you doing? Where what are you what are, what are you up to right now? You said you work from home and you've got like a whole work set up like in the basement yeah. and all that. What do you so do? So by, by day I uh I lead HR for my company. Ooh, okay. Um which sucks and I hate it. And then Do you have to fake home. it a lot? You do what? You have to fake how much you care a lot? Yeah, a lot. You know, somebody calls me up and they're like, "Oh, my bonus was wrong." And I'm like, "Okay." What do yeah. you want to about it? And yeah. Like, you were the one who calculated it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> just oh, but, maybe yeah. it is my fault. <laughs> it's probably my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oopsies. Math's, math hard. I don't know math. So, I mean, I was a foreign language major, and here I am, like, doing HR. Head of HR. Math. Yeah. But, yeah, by night, I do stand-up and uh, podcasting. It's fun. That's the part of my job. That's the job I like. So right. if we can figure out how to get comedy to pay more. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. When you figure it out, you tell us, lady. <laughs> I Let us, I'm, just, I, I'm waiting for one of us to be like, here's the formula. And then we can all be like, yeah. yay. And we I just, yeah. I just went to a wedding out of town this weekend. And it was just, you know, because I get, so you know, I delivered at the rehearsal dinner speech. Always. So after always. that, pe- people, I, I almost hate it when people find out that you do comedy because then people come up and they're like, oh my God, you do comedy. It's so awesome. So, like, is that what you do? That's so great. And you have to be like, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go to my nanny job on Monday, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. I don't even claim my day job anymore. But when I tell people I'm a comedian, they're like, oh, can you tell us a joke? Oh, that's oh, yeah. the worst. That's the worst. Knock, knock. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Right? It's not how that works. I just, I'm always like, oh, <laughs> I don't work for free. That's right. Good. That's and then I, I try to switch the conversation because it gets so awkward. And then 99% of the time, if it's a man that's asking you about it, they, they don't really care about your comedy or what you've done. What they want to do is spend the next 15 minutes telling you that they've always dreamed of being a stand-up comedian. Yes. And, right. and then, I've been working on some stuff. I got yeah. some ideas, and I'm like, "Oh, have you ever been on stage? You've been to an open mic?" No. And then, and then they tell you three street jokes, and then the last yeah. one you don't get at all, and you just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they go, "So you didn't like that one?" <laughs> and you're like, "I didn't like any of them." I'm like, "Well, all your references were, were pre 1996, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you kept talking about your bro Tommy, and we don't know him, yeah. or anything right. you're talking about, mm-hmm. and half of it was racist. So could we <laughs> right. just not?" Like, I don't want to have this conversation yeah. in this Waffle House right now. I don't. I'm good. I just want to eat my waffle. I and just want to eat my waffle. I just came here <laughs> for the syrup, really. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I stopped. I made a rule. I stopped telling people, like strangers, like Uber, that I do comedy because then it's, it it is that, it's that. But then, yes. it, but then they're like. I, like I, I, I couldn't lie. There was a woman on the plane. We started talking about. It. We went to the same college. She was like, "What's your major?" I told her, and she was like, "So you're still doing that?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> oh, you 
And then I was like, no, I, I didn't know how to lie. Cause I was like, she's going to keep asking, what's the company? What do you do for the company? And I was just like, oh, yeah, like dude, I do comedy for hours of having to explain to her. Oh, how you get bookings. How does this Yeah, work? I was like, where well, do you I'm get done. your material? I, I have a hole oh, in my brain. Worked- I just went to a, a wedding for three. I don't, we're not going to talk ever again. Let's move on. My yeah. favorite though is when people are like, oh, well, have you ever heard of um, Kevin Hart? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. I mean, the yeah. most famous com- – like, they will list the absolute most famous comedians that people who don't even own televisions know. Uh-huh. And and then I'm like, hmm Yeah. hmm Yeah. And then you'll go – they'll go, well, who's your favorite comic? Who's your favorite? You'll name, yeah. you'll name, like, five, and they're like – you'll be mm-hmm. like, Maria Bamford. And they'll Maria go, Bamford. That's- huh? <laughs> oh, I I'm love like, her. Maria Bamford's my favorite. And they'll go, never heard of her. I don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah. Or my favorite is, um, oh, I have the story. You should really use it on stage. Yeah. Like the that, best. yeah. Well, yeah. this is why some material is it, for you. Why do you're we? Like, I don't, I don't want to hear about your have... s- sneeze guard story at the salad yeah. bar. I'm good. I'm not yeah. going to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why do we have the same exact conversations though? Why does every comedian, every comedian you can talk to, we talk to any random comedian and be like, what are the five things that people say mm-hmm. when yeah. they find it? And it's the same all over the country, yep. uh, everywhere, dude. It doesn't what if, matter. What if we created business cards? And it just and like, yes, all my five comedian. And, yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, will not tell you a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like deaf people hand out those cards. They're like, I'm deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hand him out and be like, I wish I was deaf. <laughs> I'm not officially <laughs> deaf. One of these things, I will pretend I'm deaf. <laughs> yeah, I will pretend I'm deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. these questions make me want to be deaf. Right. <laughs> Here's the <Yeah>. answers. <laughs> All right, we're making those fucking cards. Let's do it. We just created a business. I love it. We can't sell them though because comedians have no money. So that's true. No one is going to buy our. That's what I was thinking. If you, if as soon as they asked for a joke, I'd be like, I'd give them a little QR card to my Venmo. I'm like, we're starting at five hundred. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, because I'm traveling for this gig, so we are in this Target right now. So yeah, expenses paid for. Here's my coffee receipt. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> my next drink is on you. So. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. All right, well, we have um, gotten off on a so tangent. far off track. Yeah, there are tangents to be had. I will take us there. All so. right, girl, we should have named this podcast Tangies uh, <laughs> I love instead it. of Genies. Good. <laughs> It's good, right? Rippies, tangies. Yeah, tangies. Yeah. Rippies and tangies. Yeah. Yeah, just all day. Great. Tangerines behind us. Yeah. Just to <laughs> throw people off. It's the next, Catherine, that's it. It's the next podcast. Tangies. It'd be easy transition because we could just change a couple letters and all the merch uh-huh. and then everything's still orange and it's tangies. Tangies. Yeah. People would be like, oh, is it about citrus? And we're like, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could, we yeah. could talk about citrus. We can go off track and talk about citrus, citrus. citrus for whatever two yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah it's rippies. We do tangies. Yeah. yeah. Rippies. <laughs> That one's that one's roofies, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll a, get there. Yeah, it's a lot like roofies. It's mm-hmm. a lot like roofies mm-hmm. territory. Cosby <laughs> can tell us all about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good pot. We just interview all the women. Oh, uh, that'll last at least seventy episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're gonna victims. find more. We'll find more yeah. though through guys. Yeah. This tangy is gone. So f- we have to get on track. We have to. Okay. Hear this story. All right, Catherine, you set it up. All right, because okay. I don't know all the details of the story, so I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to hear. About all right, it. Erica. Yeah. So far off track. Yeah. Get get us back on track, okay? And start try, start at the station. Yeah. Before get we take off on on the yeah. journey, take yeah. us down. And where where is the station in your life? Are we is so, is Erica a mother? Yeah. Is she wait? Let her do her spill. She's comedy. Got a whole spill. Let yeah. her do it. Is she in yeah. HR or is she, um, you know, is she a server at a restaurant, lost in life and not sure what she wants to do yet? We've been there. We're still yeah. there. Um, take us back to and conduct us on this journey and yeah. scene. So to to this train <laughs> starts at a station. <laughs> to, to, uh, oh, we're broken down. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get on this train. In the track. This train 
starts off at a station. I had just, so I was 22 year old Erica, just oh. out of college for the summer. I did not want to go back to my home in Conyers, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So who, I, who would? I rarely right. want to go to Conyers at all. Nobody, yeah. It's like the armpit of the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Armpit without ordering. <laughs> I had just moved home from Italy. I was a nanny for an Italian family after college. So it's, I mean, I was, I moved there by myself. I didn't, I didn't know anybody there and I just up and moved. And so when I came home, dream though, amazing. When I like confidence through the roof, I was like, I've got this. I can do whatever I want. I just moved myself across the world, totally alone, made it, didn't die. And here I am back. So, but (sighs) you know, I lived in Italy for three months. So I gained a bunch of weight eating pasta and wine. Right. So I joined a gym as one does Mm -hmm. um, with no money. And I meet this guy who was a personal trainer. And when I first saw him, I was like, oh, he's really cute. I bet my best friend would love to date him because I had a boyfriend, right? Okay. Um, Now, what does that mean? What is a quote? What is in quote? Because the people can't see Is that Italian for (laughs) um, someone who's married? or (laughs) Yeah, what is that? So this could be like karma for me, right? Like this whole story could have been like, oh, karma got you. Because so I had a boyfriend for five and a half years. We dated all through my college part of mm-hmm. high school. And then when I moved to Italy, I dabbled. Right. Sure. Right. It's Italy. Like, it doesn't you, count. You're doesn't went, you, you went wine tasting. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, went wine tasting. I went man tasting. Right. I just went tasting, right? <laughs> yeah. Tasty. Um, so then when I came back home, I I felt like I had all of this extra life experience yeah. mm-hmm. that, you know, he didn't have with me. And so I was like, I want more. I, you know, so anyway, I should have broken up with him. You I, should have broken up. Okay. So we can, I can say from having this podcast for, we've had it for over two years now yeah. that- that so many of the stories of people who got cheated on when their partner went overseas and every time it's like post-college or post-high school and every time we're like, should have broken up before yeah. we left. Mm-hmm. That would have solved everything. Yeah, yeah. It's Boyan. never going to turn out well. No, yeah. no, it's never. And, and for, yeah. yeah, for this one, it didn't turn out well for him. So we ended up breaking up. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, anyway, so I cheated, not really, kind of while I was in Italy, met a couple mm-hmm. of guys. Anyway, came back home. Um, and I just wasn't feeling that relationship anymore. And so when I joined the gym, I saw this cute guy, but I was still technically with the other guy. So I was like, oh, cutie from the gym should hook up with my best friend. Right. Um, so anyway, I would kind of stalk him a little bit at the gym because I thought he was hot for a couple yeah. of months. Um, and then so it's a thing online called a, your gym crush. Yeah, gym crush. total yeah. gym crush mm-hmm. yeah. from so from August to February. So twenty two year old Erica from August to February was kind of gym stalking my gym crush. Okay, mm-hmm. um, fall winter, fall winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then finally, um, just before um, what's that holiday Valentine's Day? Right. <laughs> I, what's that, that holiday about love? Yeah. Um, I broke up with that boyfriend. So was that I would date this gym crush guy. Um, and I did. But, you know, when you're 22, 23, you don't think about people not having your best interest in mind or, you know, people who are um, just not nice people. And so I just thought, you know, we would date like normal people do. And everything would be great. And, you know, maybe we fall in love and get married and, you know, live happily ever after. In my head, that's how everything worked. You sure. and you got married and you had babies and you were just together forever. Yeah. Um, unless you are like trashy and end up on Maury Povich. And then, mm-hmm. you know, those are the people that the bad stuff happens to, right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. And that's not, that's not you. Yeah. yeah. People, I'm not. Those people in Maury, this base people live in Maryville. Right. Am I from Conyers? Yes. But yeah. I'm not like but you got out. You got, got out of yeah. Conyers. Yeah. So things are supposed to work out. It's dream. Right. It's storybook. Storybook. Right. It's the people that stayed in Conyers that end up on Jerry Springer. Right. So right. I got out. Um, so anyway, um, so we started dating and it was like love bomb central for the first like month. Everything happened so fast. And so mm-hmm. 
you know, in hindsight, that should have been red flag number one, right? You know, like there's a progression that's supposed to happen and it's not all supposed to happen at once. Um, but I felt hard. Like yeah. he was the, I didn't think I could get a hot guy at that time. Like I just thought I was like normal person. I get a normal guy. He was the type that when you walked down the street with him, people stared. Dang. And so I was, oh. I was like, Ooh, I got me a, yeah. Me, right. And so yep. it was um, more addiction. Really, oh. in were you, this is a side note. Were you, um, were you getting in shape? Were yeah. y'all like squatting a lot? Were you squat partners? It was my, I was in such good shape. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All of it. All of it. I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. Uh, right. You know, mm. so. Like, you could carry yeah, it. You were like, boom. Because you had the lats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. yeah. You know what lats good for are. you. <laughs> yeah. You had them. You had all of them. Wow. Hey, early 20s, you just have those muscles. If you just wake up and think about it, a muscle, you get it. Yeah. So yeah. that's always fun. The way um, now hey. that I sniff cake and gain five pounds. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so right, wait, so I have, I have, a, I have a quick question though, that I feel like would, uh, in not enforce, but, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, um, what is the Reiterate. word I'm looking for? Well, uh, illustrate, illustrate, maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll come, but when, let me ask the question, which gym did this guy work at? Because I feel uh, like that matters. Cool. Was it LaFette? It was a Gold's gym. I knew ah! it. I knew oh, it. Why did I know that? Gold's why did gym. I know this was a Gold's gym? Yeah. Girl, I used to work at always, always go I, Gold's. I worked at a Gold's gym when I was like 21. So I, or 20, I think. No. So I will, and then I worked out in LA fitness for like 10 years or so. Like, mm-hmm. this is so funny. I knew, I was like, okay, it's going to matter. <laughs> this is going to matter. I, it's Gold's you, gym. Yeah. You know what LA fitness. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what they say? You date the hot guy who will break your heart at Gold's Gym, and then you find your love at Planet Fitness. That's right. That's exactly. That's right. Planet Fitness is the eHarmony of yes, yes, because nothing in there's going great for anybody, but yeah. they're they're down to commit. They yeah. commit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. a great commitment. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're. I love it. Um, All right, so you're, it's a gold gem. Oh, yeah, just, just you're dating. It. You're dating Jim from Gold's Gym. Okay, right. walking down the street, yeah. everybody else is ooing and awing at him. You're obsessed. Love bombing you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We're good. Um, so then we get engaged after like not even a month. Oh God! Good what? Lord, that's yeah. so quick. So he's love bombing you though. Like he's going like. Oh, for sure. You're, like you're the only one. Doing everything right. Tell it, you know, saying all the right things. The first indicator that something was kind of weird was we had gone to dinner or no, I'm sorry. We had gone to lunch and come back to the gym and I had ridden with him. So we were in his car when we got back to the gym, there was a woman standing at the entrance with her arms crossed and one of the other um, personal trainers came running over to him and was like, I tried to get her to leave. I I don't know what she won't leave. And he said to me, why don't you go ahead and get in your car? I'll be, I'll be right there. Cause I, I forgot where we were going, but we were going somewhere else. We just came back to the gym to get my, so I could get my car. Um, I found out later he was living with another woman and he never really, broke it off with her he just stopped coming home and so so wait while y'all were dating and love bombing what was he doing spending the night with you every night yeah he didn't have anywhere else to go so you knew that and you didn't go to his place no he told so we were what did he tell you what was his excuse his excuse was i'm having a really hard time personally i don't have anywhere to live i'm gonna have to move into a hotel because my roommate kicked me out and so I was like, roommate instead of yeah. girlfriend. I was like, you don't have to move into a hotel. Wow. You can come stay with me. Oh, little 23-year-old Erica. I was so naive, you guys. I was so naive. I just, I had no idea stuff like this happened. Like, I didn't know guys were stupid like this and girls were dumb like I this. love how you're like, the first red flag was chick with her arms crossed. No, first red flag is... 
My roommate kicked me out and I'm about yeah. to move to a hotel. That's the, That's first, the first red, first flag. red flag. You're absolutely right. So many of them. Like if I was, you know how those, um, will not will of fortune, uh, the price is right videos with the people who pull the wheel down and then their head gets stuck in it. <laughs> red flags just kept hitting me. Right. Yeah. Oh, so many to choose from. So many. Oh, yeah. Starting so, with Gold's Gym, number one right, right number, one. number two, homeless essentially. Oh, my Needs God. to live with you. Number three, girl <laughs> at the girl at work. Okay. Don't all right. date a this- personal trainer at Gold's Gym. <laughs> Don't no. Date. no. No. I'm sure uh, there are plenty that are nice, but maybe uh, I worked at one. They're not yeah. there anymore. <laughs> no. So did she uh, say anything to you? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Nothing to me. I just got in my car and left. And when he got home, he was home. When he got back to my place, he was like, look, she was my roommate. It was nothing romantic. She just got really mad because she thought I took some of her stuff. And I oh. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so anyway, at this point, we were engaged, right? I did, why would I not believe him? Because we'd only been together for two months, Erica. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. So um, time goes on. Time goes on. We did, 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 how did he get a ring? Like, what, was it a romantic proposal? It was at a restaurant. I don't even remember which restaurant it was. It's probably like Applebee's or something. Applebee's. Really, say, really bro. hoping Chili's. He was going to ask you to spot him while he squatted, and then on the way to, or like doing a Bulgarian <laughs> on the way squat. down. Yeah, on the way and down. Then he on his knee. Just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On my finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah then he really his, and then he put, just puts his sweatband from his wrist onto yeah. your yeah. Right. Like so no good. ring, just just sweatband. Just sweatband. Still yeah. sweating. Yeah. Yeah. But no, mm-hmm. it was at a restaurant. You all were getting your protein in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <Korean> and yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we were engaged for, um, let's see, probably June through, we were supposed to get married like that spring and through we eventually the love bombing stopped and it went cold. So no dating, no nothing. He would go missing for like chunks of the day and I wouldn't know where he was. Um, He had all of these girls texting him all the time. And he would tell me, he's like, well, you know, through church, I mentor all of the, and I'm like, you don't need to mentor girls. That's here we go. Oh, is he real Christian too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Quote unquote, right? Other red flag. Okay. So, full list. Um, yeah. Um, mentoring young girls at church. Okay. Right. Here yeah. we go. So, yeah. by this point, well, it's his calling. It's his calling. Yeah. It is. You know, he's been called. Um, mm-hmm. So, at this point, my whole family knows that we're engaged. All my friends, and my friends are like gently trying to tell me this is probably not a great idea. Yeah. Um, but I am like, overachiever, perfectionist. I don't make mistakes at this point in my life right now. I know it's very different, but I, I was in it to win it at this point because I don't lose and I was not going to lose this. And so it sounds like really bullheaded and stupid now, but I mean, I was 23. So yeah. Yeah. Right. So I stayed in my six year relationship for those exact reasons, because I'm not going to fail. Right. I'm exactly. not, and I'm not going to show anybody else that I failed. So yeah. I'm going to make it work. I'll be miserable yeah. just to make it look like it works. Right. And part of me too was like, I chose this. This is on me to fix mm-hmm. because I chose it. So yep. I have to live with it. It's my decision. Were well, um, you planning a wedding? Yeah. Okay. I was like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was another thing. Like we had, and so at this point, I had all of these invitations that I was sending out and the day I was supposed to send them out, I set him down and I was like, listen, these are the invitations. If I send them out, there's no going back. Right. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to call everybody and be like, just kidding. So if you are not going to be a part of this relationship, tell me now, because Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to call everybody and cancel this wedding. Um, And he was like, let's just put it on hold. And I was like, okay, we'll put it on hold. Uh-huh. Um, so we put and the wedding- how long into the relationship were y'all planning on or into the engagement or whatever were y'all trying to get married? So we got engaged in May and this was March. The next year. Of the next year. 
You've yeah. been dealing with all that shit in between. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, and I'm glossing over a lot um, yeah. because there is a lot. And I know that, you know, we don't have hours and hours and days. So, um, <laughs> but you know, like the, the nights where he would not, not come home and not tell me where he was, um, you know, girls calling at all hours of the night, mm-hmm. you know, telling me rumors, but not having any evidence. And I was like, yeah, but you know, you guys are just against me. <laughs> oh. Right. Like, you know, my best friends that I've known since childhood trying to protect me. And I'm just like, no, you're, you're wrong. You just uh, don't want me to be happy. Yeah. Why are you so, why are you so mean to me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so we paused the engagement, which really was truly like a breakup. And then yeah. um, he ended up going into basic training. So he went into the army Mm-hmm. during that time. So this was March that uh, like late February, early March that we decided to pause the wedding. And then he went into the army in, I think it was July of that summer. Mm-hmm. So he went into basic training as part of their green beret program. So he was going to be in green beret training for the next two years. Yeah. So he went off to basic training to, um, I think it was Fort Benning. I can't remember now. Um, he dated somebody else. I went on a couple of dates. He oh. came back from basic training and again with the love bombing, right? He was like, mm. I'm a mistake. I'm so sorry. I really want you back. And I was just like, oh my God, you're so romantic. Um, okay. So then we got together. Good. Good. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because it's, it's like that memory of like all the bad shit he did to you and that you caught him doing and all the things the whole other time just disappeared. That never happened. He's back. He's back from war. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's that whole thing. Yep. Now you've got a hero. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. You've got to be with him for your country. Right. Do your, do your service. Yeah. 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 Got it. So every time, all these times he's moving back in with you, right? Yeah. So it seems like maybe he um, is um, manipulating you for shelter, maybe just a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> for yeah. um, Give me shelter. Yeah. In hindsight, he, uh, yeah, was very much doing that. And I think you'll find by the end of this story that he has an MO. Um, mm. Very okay. formulaic. And I'm not the only person who's found that out. So, um, yeah, he... So he he goes to basic training. We get married in December, and then I move I move to Fort Bragg after basic training, and he starts the Green Beret program. I move to Fort Bragg with him. So I leave my whole life, all my family in Georgia. I move to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I get a job. You know, I just pick my perfect little life up and move to Fort Bragg. Um, and so I was one of the only army wives that worked and, you know, like had my own thing going, all the other wives. So I was, you know, he, he was like, you aren't with me enough. You're not doing right. You're not doing that right. You know, he's in basic training. Like, what are you supposed, like, yeah. Also, is he, he's upset that you have your own job? Yeah. Well, it's not normal quote unquote for army wives to work outside or like have careers. Like you could work at like Joe Schmo cafe down the street, but like I had a career. And so Mm. I was doing that. Um, you know, I was the major breadwinner, which I think he didn't appreciate. Um, sure. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and I wasn't going to put up with like childish, childish stuff. Like, going off to a bar and getting into a fight or, yeah. you know, just, so he took a job to, to help out financially. He took a job, um, as the bouncer at a strip club in Fort Bragg, which great. was awesome. I was like, that's so great. Tell about great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Thank you. I, and so it gave him an excuse to be gone all night. And, sure. and to mentor know, the young women. Yeah. Well, yeah, he could take his mentoring. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. To the yeah. strip club. He was a that's, mess. That's right. Because, you know, that's what Jesus did. He went. That's, he, that's what Jesus did. He did. Yeah. Yep. Well, WWJD. <laughs> you know, that's what he was about. Well, Jesus, would, Jesus would spread his message at Cheetos and Tattletales. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Sharkies. Right. Uh, Sharkies. 
Even better. Yeah. So, um, heard they got they, good chicken fingers. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm, they do. Uh, I didn't eat there because it smelled like cum, but I bet. <laughs> it's great it's sour the cream. Whole place. The yeah. whole place smelled yeah. like cum. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Are you sure this is honey mustard? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. It's sour. <laughs> you, you bring in your own like Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty close. It's, I didn't know. I own it. Yeah, you yeah. can open it yourself. Yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so in the meantime, my sister, who's four years younger than me, she moved up to Fort Bragg with me because she was dating one of his friends. And so I was happy because I had my sister. You know, she lived close. Um, in the meantime, I find out I'm pregnant. Oh, boy. So now it was planned, you know, I wanted to, I've, my whole life, all I really ever wanted was to be, um, be a mom and like, you know, take care of my, I had a career, but it wasn't like, you know, my dream. And um, I just wanted to be a mom. I was really excited. Um, and at first he was too, I thought. And then he what started off as like little digs here and there, like, um, you know, you, you should dress differently or, Mm. you know, you should say these words and not those words. Mm. Those types of things turned into completely ignoring me. He would be gone. He would go from like showing up at the house for a couple of hours, then leaving and then coming back to just being gone for days at a time. He would come back with like days while you're pregnant. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so I was, I was a high risk pregnancy. And so there were, um, moments where like I was throwing up blood and he would, I couldn't call him. His phone would be off. Um, it was just, just miserable, terrible. Yeah. Just miserable experience. So, yeah. Ugh. Emotional abuse to the umpteenth oh, degree. Yeah. Gaslighting, you know, anytime I would bring up something, I remember this distinct, memory where I was so excited because he got us tickets to, um, a theater show. Like it was, it, it didn't even matter what it was. I just wanted yeah. to spend time with him, right? Like just a date. Um, and I was so excited cause he had gone out and gotten these tickets and he came home and showed them to me. And I said something that he didn't like. And he was like, I got to go. So he left, he came back and I was getting ready for the show because I thought, you know, we just had an argument. We're still going to go. No, he was like, sure. well, I gave them away. I gave the tickets away. Oh. Oh, my God. What are you talking this about? So fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like. This is all the signs of all, like, an abuser. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. And, you know, I think back. Like, when I had moved home from Europe, I was I had so much confidence. And I thought I could just do anything in the world because I had just completely taken myself out of my own element and just lived my life for the first time ever by myself for like four months in a foreign country. I could do anything. Sure. And then yeah. I meet him and all of that confidence was slowly chipped away. And it's like being a, it's like being a, a frog in a big boiling pot of water. You just don't mm-hmm. realize. You're slowly happily happening. Yeah. Um, you know it all now, like looking back, you yeah, can count and see back. the moments. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and but so when you're in it, it's so weird. It's so weird how it can yeah. take, take down somebody like that can take down a super confident, beautiful woman. Like it's just, it's fascinating it's, to me. It's how fascinating. It works. And it's heartbreaking. And there's just gotta be, I keep thinking there's gotta be a way that I can keep other people from falling into that trap, which that's what this podcast is. That's what we've been doing yeah. is showing yeah. and listening to like stories. And so you can hear how people are normal, intelligent, logical people who this shit happens to yeah. somehow, but it is a cycle. It is a legit cycle and it has happened so many times, so many different iterations and the, the, the cheaters act the exact same way. The victims act the same way. Like it's so crazy. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. And yeah, I tell people all the time, I would rather looking back, I would have rather him punched me in the face because at least then it would have been, well, then that would have been an easy walk away. Right. Right. It's it's more, it's more black and white of what's right and what's wrong. But when, when you're being emotionally abused, um, you're, you feel like it's a lot. I mean, I'm, I think a lot of times you're like, I don't know if this is normal or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're excusing right. that. Yeah, yeah, you and excuse it. Yeah, it. exactly. You know, all I had were 
the the text messages that I knew were from girls, but he was really good at covering his tracks. He was really mm-hmm. good at deleting things and passcoding things and keeping his phone away from me. Um, and so I didn't really know for sure until this one day, my sister, her boyfriend, he and I were at a restaurant. We had just found out we were getting moved from Fort Benning, I'm sorry, Fort Bragg to Fort Lewis in Seattle. We were moving from North Carolina to Seattle. So I was oh, leaving wow. everything I knew behind. That's a huge trip. That's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. yeah. And I was four months, three months pregnant. So, you know, a lot of emotions going through, because at this point I knew I was going to be completely isolated from friends and family having this baby. Um, so right before we were moving, my sister and her boyfriend and, and my husband and I were all at this restaurant having a nice fun dinner. And this girl comes bebopping over to the table and she's like, hi, oh my God, it's so good to see you. And she's talking to my then husband and he gets this look of panic on his face and he jumps up and he's like trying to thwart off a hug, you know, like she's going in for the hug and he's like, uh, and her face gets kind of weird and she looks at all of us and she's like, hi. And I didn't really know what was happening. So I said, hi. And my sister, who's uber street smart and just very on it, looks at that girl and looks at me and she goes, hi, let me introduce you to his pregnant wife. And my husband at the time just like ran off to the bar and her face dropped and she went the opposite direction. And my sister looked at me and she was like, you know exactly what that was. You know exactly what that was. Don't you dare think it's anything other than exactly what that was. Yeah. She was like, we're going, (laughs) you're going to stay with me tonight and we're going to figure this out. But for now, we're going to leave. And I was like, okay. Um, and so. Thank God for your sister. I'm yeah. so glad she was there. Did yeah, he no. Did he protest? Was Did he <clears throat> say, where are you going? So that night, um, again, his phone was completely turned off. The next morning, he turned it back on. And he was like, I'm, you know, I promise that's not what you think it was. Of course, but, yeah. Right? Yet again, it's all circumstantial. We can't prove anything. Yeah. So. My sister was like, look, whatever you want to do, if you want to stay with him, that's fine. But I think that was pretty clear evidence that he's been cheating. And I was like, well, I don't want to have a baby by myself, right? I get this point, I'm married and I'm pregnant and I'm 25 years old. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I was 26. Um, so anyway, so we moved to Fort Lewis. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. And I think at least we're out of this environment, right? Like, yeah, he's not a bouncer at the strip club anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fresh start. We can we can make this work. Um, so we moved to Fort Lewis in August. Now I was due to have the baby in February, mm-hmm. so I was, um, I don't know, like five six months pregnant, and he starts doing it again, disappearing you know, taking phone calls in other rooms. And then (sighs) um, November, right before Thanksgiving, so I'm seven months pregnant, he comes just out of the blue, comes and sits down beside me. And he's like, I have to tell you something. I've been cheating on you. And it was, it was one of those things where I listened and he tells me, he says, he tells me everything. And he's like, but I really want to make it work with you. And I just want you to know so that we can all be honest and, you know, you know, everything we can start fresh. And then he says, I'm just going to need a few minutes to go break up with her. Oh, so <laughs> in re- she's in full blown relationship to go yeah. break up with her. Yeah. So what he tells me is that the girl who bebopped over to our table was an officer in the army and they started a relationship which is illegal in the art. Like it's not okay. In yeah. The yeah. Have been, um, jailed for that. Yeah. And lost their careers. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, so he tells me he breaks it off with her. He's like, I'm done. I promise. So were they, were they were maintained. Wait, did she come to that? Did she come to Fort Lewis too? Oh, she was going back and forth. And because he is a green beret, it was like, he's constantly having to just drop everything and go. Right. And he can't tell me where he's going. It's just the part of, it's just a nature of the job. 
And so how convenient, right? How convenient. Um, so that was in November. Now our, well, our, mind oh, you, he was still so in a relationship with that woman angry. after oh. months of her knowing he had a pregnant wife. That is what I'm sitting here thinking. Like she yeah. saw you, she saw you at your, in your face. She knew you were pregnant. So he told and she her, still continue. I mean, well, fuck him. I mean, he's the one at fault. Number one, both more than having, anybody. Yeah. In this relationship, knowing that you exist and that you are growing his baby. I oh, am God. so now, angry right now. Oh after, my God. So after we left the restaurant back in Fort Bragg, she told me eventually, you know, we are on speaking terms now. She and I are. Um, she told me that he told her that it was all a big joke, that I was really his sister. and that my sister and I were just, we do that all the time to people. We just joke, jokey joke. <laughs> he told her that you were his sister. Mm-hmm. Did y'all look alike? I mean, we both have darker skin and darker hair. I don't I am so she disgusted was. right now. And so she just ignored. Well, I'm assuming social media wasn't a big thing. So yeah, she, no. like, she couldn't really yeah. verify it. Yeah. It's oh, probably how, like MySpace yeah. days, right? Or right, whatever. Right. Yeah. So how did um, you respond when he was like, I'll be back. I just said it. Were you like, okay, let's work this out. Sure. Let me know. Um, you, well, what, were, what were you doing? Were you sharpening your knife? Like, what, what were yeah. you doing? I like, was kind of in shock. I didn't know what direction to go in. I didn't want to make a drastic decision because I was seven months pregnant. Yeah. And I was completely alone. I had no family. I had a few friends that I had met through, like, being an army wife. But that was, that was I had two friends there. That was it. So I had no support system. Um, so I got through that Thanksgiving. And then our anniversary was coming up. So he tells me he breaks it off. He's like, everything, I promise I'm done. Um, he tells me a week before our anniversary that he had a special assignment that he had to go on. And so I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, it's going to be on our anniversary. And I was like, oh, well, that sucks. But oh, I mean, nothing I can do about it. So I'm watching mm-hmm. him pack and he's packing these nice clothes. And I'm like, you don't need nice clothes to go out on an assignment. That's yeah. The- you're like in the woods, like crawling through shit. You don't need. Yeah. Right. So I let him go. Um, cause I was sharpening my knife. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he left, I started gathering all of our phone bills and I there was you go. calling numbers. I was like, I'm going to find out exactly what's going on. So here I am now I'm eight, eight months pregnant on our anniversary and I'm just calling cell phones of numbers that I didn't know. So if I didn't know the number, I called. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally got this woman on the phone and I said, do you know? And I said his name and she goes, yeah, he's right here with me. And I go, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I said, and it was the same girl. I said, remember the person that you met at that restaurant when he told you that I was his sister? And she just got really quiet. I said, I am now eight months pregnant and it's our anniversary. So if you could please tell him that I need him to come get his shit, that would be really great. Um, He was home within a couple of hours. So instead of spending the anniversary with me, he flew her up to Fort Lewis and they were out sightseeing in Seattle. Oh my fucking God. Are you... Did he know that she was on the phone? It is your anniversary. Hmm. Yeah. What did she say? Do you remember? You have to remember this conversation, right? You know, there is so much of that time that I don't remember. Sure. Yeah. Because I think my, I think my mind just shut, kind of shut down. I went into autopilot. I was kind of a shell for a really long time. Um, I do remember she got just like kind of her voice got weird and she hung up really fast, but I don't remember what she said. Um, But he came home pretty quickly and went into like damage control. Um, There's no, there's no control. There's There's no no fixing any of that. There's no covering anything up. There is no excuses. 
my daughter is is going to be born in yeah. two months. I don't have a nursery set up for her yep. because I don't know what's going to happen. Like I'm, what am I supposed to do? Will I stay in Seattle where I have no support, no family? Fuck no, no, you need to move home. I so I'm like, okay, well then I move home, but I don't have a job and I have bills that I have to pay because he had no credit, so everything's in my name. So I, yeah, I, but I, at least back home, you would at least have family and friends. You've got your sister who I'm sure right. would have moved yeah. you in. Are you still working your same job? Yeah. In Seattle? Okay. Yeah. So then, so I, I just kind of held off for a little bit. I was like, I'm, I just need to figure out what to do. So I just need to get really quiet and I need to just figure it all out. Mm-hmm. So then God kind of figured it out for me because my dad had a huge stroke. Mm. in January. So this oh. in December, January, I think it was 8th, my dad had a stroke that mm. pretty much killed. Like the the neurosurgeon called my doctor to get me on a plane at nine months pregnant and fly home. Oh yeah, that's... So, yeah. And he flew with me because he was like, well, if you go into labor, you need somebody to help you. So he comes to the hospital with me and gets a taxi and he's like, you're fine. You're with family. I'm going to go. Because my family all knew what was happening and they were all, he said he was uncomfortable. I bet he is. I bet he fucking was uncomfortable. So he, you know, we're at Atlanta Medical Center in Atlanta. He leaves, comes back at midnight drunk. My mom kicks him out. I I mean, it was just a disaster. So then. um, He can't even respond. Your dad is. Yeah. In the ICU and he can't even have the respect enough to, to not be a bother. A nuisance to you. Clearly respect isn't in this dude's um, wheelhouse in any way because he was with his mistress on his pregnant wife's anniversary with him. So yeah, he, there's no, he has no ounce of respect in him. Yeah. So that was, that was the last straw really. I mean, at that point um, I had the baby in Seattle because that's where my care was. And as soon as I had her, I was planning my move back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved, I moved in April, um, with my, I had my daughter. He, um, I'm, I'm laying in the hospital bed with her. I'm holding her. He puts his phone down on the bed, naked picture of girlfriend. Jesus. I then Christ. get her home. You know, this is March Easter weekend happened. And I was like, at least I can have some, I'm going to take my daughter to church. We're going to have some normal family Mm -hmm. experience before I move back home. Um, Getting ready for church. I, he's in the shower. I look at his phone, naked, vulgar pictures of girlfriends. I go into the bathroom and I'm like, what is this? What is this picture? What are, what are these text messages? And he's like, look, it's not like we're married anymore anyway. And all of the things that I had experienced over the past years, just all, and I had pregnancy hormones, like all that. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. So I grabbed the shower curtain rod. It was one of those that was like the power, it was bolted in and it had the power spring. Yep. Um, yeah. thing. So I ripped it out of the wall. Yeah, you I did. In half and I just started stabbing him with it. And I, because I didn't know what else to do. I was just, <laughs> You know that episode of Slap where Erica rips the shower curtain rod out of the wall? <laughs> that happened. It was, we all have our limits, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so he's oh like, my God. I guarantee you, if you, if, I, I, did he take you to court for that or anything? No. Okay. No. I guarantee no. you, if he did and you explained your story, everyone would be like, everyone oh, in the room, got it. including the judge. Got it. Like, would you like to do it again? We'll hold him down. Yeah, right. we'll got bailiff hold down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The That's defendant. Right. Yeah. yeah. He told me he was going to call. He was like, I'm going to call the cops. I was like, you know what? This oh, this part I remember God. so clearly. I was like, you should. You should call you the should. cops. You should tell them that your 100-pound, 5-foot, 1-inch wife just beat the shit out of you for cheating on her all this time. And then we're going to call your commanding officer, and we're going to tell him exactly what happened. And then we're going to mm-hmm. call her commanding officer. So, yeah, you want to do that? You should do or that. You should. You I should. said you should do that or get your ass ready for church and drive me to church. And that's what he did. <gasps> Damn it. And then you make him drive you to church. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That happened. Oh my God. And then I moved home and now he ended up marrying her. 
He did the same thing to her. Wait, but how bad did you stab him? Did it go in his skin? Like, where did you get him? Did you get him? Was he him. bleeding? Was he, he was bleeding dead. on the way to church? Yeah. Was yeah. he bleeding like Jesus on the way to church? He did you get bleeding. him in a few places? I did. I I got, I don't know where I got him. I know I got him on the, on the leg um, because he still apparently has a scar from that. Yeah, good. And I, I pretty well fucked up the bathroom. Like yeah. I just was scorched earth. Yes. And I, I had it written in With crazy, like, mom yeah. strength. Like, That's new mom strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had it written in our divorce decree that any damages from that apartment were coming out of his pocket. Fantastic. Because I knew that those he, were <laughs> damages. Yeah. yeah. You fucked up that Damn, bathroom. it's so good. And he oh, did that. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, okay. finally. So he, what I've been waiting on for yeah. all these episodes. We're like, there has been like three different times where, where someone almost ran over their cheater. Almost. So close to it. Like one guy jumped out to go get his hat that she threw and she threw it in the front of the truck and he goes to get it. She almost runs him over, but she just like scares the shit out of And there's so many almost run overs. Yes. This, yes. And we've been waiting. And this is so, this is satisfying. Yes. Oh, yes. you stabbed him. Oh, I, I love it. it. It was wonderful. Yay. <laughs> when I, every time I look back, like there are pivotal moments of my life when I look back with pride, you know, like, you know, going to, to a foreign country by myself or yeah. having my daughter. And then this is one of those where I'm like, oh, yeah, I took care oh, that's, of that. That's top three. That's a top, that's a top three core memory. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's important. Um, <laughs> You know, marriage to my current husband, awesome. But yes, yeah. Damn, um, I was just like, oh man, uh, in it to win it. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's so he so ended good. up marrying her. How soon after you left to move home? Um, pretty soon. I they had two kids together, um, and that was his thing. He was like, but aren't you glad? You know, I could have cheated with a stranger, but I cheated with somebody I really love. And I was like, hmm. No, that doesn't make it better. You psycho. Yeah. How dumb is she to have married him? Yeah. So she married him. Um, She quickly divorced him. So they didn't didn't stay married for very long. Um, And then he ended up, now he's on wife number three. Wife number three just left him uh, for the same reasons. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just, you know continuing the cycle. So I feel like the more we can, you know, have your podcast get out to more people and have especially young girls understand there's a formula. Here's mm-hmm. what you look for. Yeah. You know, don't go down this road. And um, you know, love is not an obsession. It's not an a- addiction. If you feel like you're addicted, it's not love. It's not <laughs> yeah. love. If it's too hard, it's not love. Love right. isn't hard. Love should be easy. It should be a support system. That's right. And- should be a partnership. Yeah. That's love. Right. He used to tell me all the time I was just jealous. I can tell you I have every reason in the world to be jealous of my current husband just because of all the things I've gone through in my past. But I you're probably not. ever wanted to look at his phone. I've never questioned where he's going because he's never given me a reason to. It's my husband too. If, from You literally just described my ex to my current mm-hmm. husband. It's just like the exact same thing. I, I mean, I have, I've gone through a shit. So have I. And it's, it's fun too, <laughs> but like, it's not, there's literally nothing there. I trust him everywhere he is. Mm-hmm. I never a, yeah. have worried or wondered. It's, it's a new kind of way of, of going through someone's phone and being disappointed because you find nothing and it's boring and you're yeah. like, yeah. Give me something. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. the, the only thing I can find is I'll be like, um, why'd you like so-and-so's Instagram post? And he's like, oh my God, do you know who that is? He's like, that's so-and-so's wife or so-and-so's whatever. So-and-so's yeah. And I'm like, uh-huh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? We'll find out, won't we? Oh, we'll find out, huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Okay, yeah. so that's the story. It ended yeah, there. That was that's it. And you only have to still deal with him, I'm assuming, because of your kid. Not even. I mean, oh, good. Because of the nature of his job, he's gone all the time. He's only she's only ever seen him maybe ten times in her really? life. Because because now I, mean, I guess we we can do the the next question, the the wrap up oh, question yeah. of where are yeah. you now? Because you said you're yeah. married, mm-hmm. right? So she she yeah. she has a, a another dad. She has a real dad. A real dad. Yeah. So when she was 18 months old. He just stepped right in. I mean, he's just, you know, she knows him as dad. She knows about her biological dad, but, you know, she doesn't 
I mean, she'll, she's 14 and she's like, he's not contributed anything to my life at all. Yeah. Um, she has a lot of half siblings. So mm-hmm. through the three marriages he's had, he has four children. Um, so, you know, she knows that that's not really what you do. I have a son now, so she has a, a brother that she's been raised with and, you know, she's, that's she's beautiful. She's awesome. And, you know, now we have this cute little family that we never would have had had I stayed a shell of a right. person. So. Yeah. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and now your shell turned into a shield and you are strong. That's and right. You are fulfilled. I love yeah. it. I, I am it. just, you know, channeling it into all these horrible jokes that I tell on stage, you yeah. know, every I night. love it. It's beautiful. Well, that's, I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to take, you got to turn it and turn it into something positive and turn it into something that helps other people, which is what we're all three doing right this second. Um, okay. So a couple other wrap up questions. All right. So the, uh, the incredible company, Good Wipes is one of our sponsors. We love them. Everybody had to target, go buy some Good Wipes. Um, but, uh, let's do a Good Wipe the Slate Clean right now. Um, if you could start over, if you could redo the situation, what would you have done differently if you would have done anything differently? You know, I don't think I would have done anything differently. I think I would have, I wish that I had had more confidence in myself to speak up and, you know, put boundaries in place. Those are things that I just didn't know how to do before. I didn't know how to set boundaries that were healthy, that took care of myself. But everything that happened got me to where I am today. So if what I went through is what I had to go through to have the happiness and the stability that I've been able to provide my daughter and my son and, you know, have this wonderful marriage now. Great. Because now, yeah. you know, I was able to go through it and, and live through it and survive and thrive through it. And now hopefully teach other people yeah. how not to do the same thing. So I love it. If yeah. I had to be an example. I'm good with that. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Like All that. right. Well, we went from something heartfelt and beautiful and wise to Catherine, take it away. Ask the dumbest question we've got. Okay. You know, you're back in Seattle and you you find an unpicture of another woman that you find mm-hmm. out he's with. This isn't a different reality. Would yeah. you rather them be hotter or notter hotter than you? The segment's called Hotter or Notter and Why? Uh, I would rather I would rather hotter because at least then I could be like, well, I can't compete with that, you know. Okay. okay. Not okay. hotter, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Hello. Yeah. Person. It's a personality thing, and we all know I'm lovable. So. <laughs> <laughs> we all know yeah. you're lovable and have freak strength, and yeah. you know. So there's so many good. Wrong. I mean, what's there not love? Yeah, you what's there not in half, no matter how hot she is. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, love it. Do you think when you were hitting him, you spoke half? He's like, oh, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have trained her so well. Yeah, right. <laughs> those years ago, those years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I should have known this was possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the lats, right? Yeah. It's those lats. That's it's what it lats. is. Come back and get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is so funny. Uh, oh my god. Okay, Erica, this has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit. Thank you so much for the story. Oh, and thanks for having me. This yes. So well, now, now please tell our listeners, um, plug some stuff. Tell them what to, what, like, listen to your podcast, follow yeah. you, well, all that stuff, what, whatever right now. Yeah. So you can go to uh, twisteddreamscomedy.com and find all of my stuff. That's where we have our podcast, That's News to Me, where we find just crazy, funny news stories and we try to, you know, drown out the sad news with funny stuff. Um, I also run a show at a place called Pinkies Up in Roswell. We're usually there the last Saturday of every month, but sometimes that varies. Um, and you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at at least I'm pretty. Actually, I think Instagram is at least you, like the letter you are mm-hmm. pretty. Oh, okay. Right. okay. You go to twistedreamscomedy.com. You'll find everything. Cool. Awesome. Great. And <laughs> I just, I want to, I want to jump in and just say Pinky's Up show is an incredible show. It is a perfect venue. So anyone who's in or around Atlanta, head to Roswell, Georgia and go see that show the next time they do it. It is, okay. uh, the location's great. 
the wine is fantastic. The everything, the crowd okay. is okay. Yeah, and I'll be on. Did you say I'm on it? Or we'll see. We'll t- we'll test. Yeah, yeah. You should be on it. Okay. We'll you to need to have Catherine come headline one weekend or yeah. one of them. Like you gotta have Ron. Yeah, that's her crowd too. Like she'll murder in there. It'll be great. Awesome. So, okay. yeah. so it's a lot of okay. cases in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So this was amazing. You listeners, uh, go check out Erica. Go listen to all of her stuff. Follow her, all that good stuff. Uh, keep leaving us reviews, buy merch, uh, hit us up, send us your stories. Um, keep calling the hotline, all that good stuff. And Erica, will you join us in a very annoying bye to the crowd? Absolutely. Um, okay, perfect. All right, ready? We, we love, love you. you, toodles. Bye. bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're 